who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really blown to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL. When things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah, like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Network. All right, shout out to the mighty Who That Nation, man. Appreciate y'all being in this episode of The Coma. Much love to the fam. Coffee with Q. It's a little later than what we wanted to get going, but shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all being in this episode, man. Big ups to the fam. And like I've been saying for some time now, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the sports coma with Big Q and the guys, but we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fam. Shout out to the fam. Appreciate you being in this one as we talk a little black and gold, baby. We're going to talk some black and gold. So shout out to the fan. Appreciate y'all being in the stream. Poppy 504, brother Clint's OG to the third degree. Shout out to your brother, Dave. How you doing, sir? Elites in this thing. All right. Shout out to you. Aaron says, can we get Russ? Russ? Oh, <laughs> I don't know, brother. Do you really want him? That's the link. That's an interesting Saints Productions. How you doing, fam? Appreciate you being here. Brother Daniels in this thing. Shout out to you. <laughs> you got your cup, bro. Good, good, bro. Shout out to you. What's up, Tasha? Shout out to Tasha and, and my dog, Sean, man. Much love to y'all. Appreciate y'all being. Hope y'all having a fantastic start of your weekend, man. Uh, an extended weekend, three days for some of us, for a lot of us, man. You know, New, uh, New Year's Day is getting close to the end of this year 2023 is long in the tooth and about to get out of here but with 2024 a lot of positive things on the horizon you know for possibly the saints and you know, for the pelicans you know, depending on what moves are made right all right juan uh juan shout out to you says knowing how things already played out i'll say dennis allen will return yet again and i won't be supporting this disaster shout out to you juan appreciate you Dropping some science. Brother Rock, how you doing, sir? Happy holidays to that nation. Shout out to you, brother. Appreciate you being here. Much love to you and happy holidays to you, fam. Brother Prime is in this thing. Shout out to you. Josh, what's popping, bro? Good to see you in the chat as well. Big ups to the fam. Y'all, please feel free to spike the like button for me as we get going. And feel free to share your thoughts in the comment section or once the show is over with in the description section below. And that is something that we want everybody to kind of chime in and give their thoughts on this question. Will the Saints keep Allen for the upcoming season? Will they keep him again? 
So we're going to go over this. It won't be an extended long broadcast today, but we will cover this point and talk about Dennis Allen. We'll also play his, his presser that happened yesterday. It's about seven minutes long. We'll go over, over it. And as of watching the last couple of years, last year and this year of Dennis Allen, and we've always highlighted this point, there is speculation or guesstimation would be more of an accurate term uh, when we're talking about how long is this guy's contract? I mean, how long is this guy's contract? What 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 is the the contract on Dennis Allen? What is it? Some people say it's three years. Some people say four years. The truth is they're guessing. They don't know if it's three because there's information that's saying it's a four year deal. There's information that's saying it's a three year deal. You know they 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 don't know exactly how much he's getting paid. That's because the team will won't release the details of the contract. They don't want to tell them. Now listen. All this is simple. It's, it's simply could it's just a simple resolve. This is a simple fix. All you have to do is ask them how long Dennis Allen's contract is and how much is he getting paid, right? We ask them a billion other questions. Why not that particular question? Haven't heard that. So it wouldn't have to be all this rampant speculation about whether it's three or four years or it's six to seven million dollars. And the thing is, my logic is let me see if you guys agree with me. A lot of you do agree with me. If it's a if they refuse to disclose the contract, obviously it's not an average NFL contract. Who didn't who non discloses an, an average NFL contract? My estimation is 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 above average, way above average, to the point where they'd be getting massive criticism for why did they pay this unproven BS coach this kind of money and giving him this amount of time? And in the NFL landscape in the world. NFL literally stands for not for long. They've been coaches fired in the 11 weeks since getting a contract. Case in point, Brother Rock's team, Carolina, fired Frank Wright 11 weeks into the season. So there is no such thing as safety for a head coach that's not getting his team to the playoffs. And the Saints team is a team that was supposed to be designed to compete right away. This is not a rebuilding effort. Let's make sure we understand that. When they first started this whole thing, it was the intentions for the team to get back to post-season uh, respectability. They went backwards last year to 7-10. and 10. They stumbled, stumbled, stammered, and fumbled, bumbled through this year, losing games to Green Bay, which is, my vote, the worst game of the season at this point, being up by 17 and losing by one with 11 minutes left to go in the fourth quarter to the Green Bay Packers. Losing to the Minnesota Vikings without their starting quarterback and best wide receiver. Losing to the Atlanta Falcons with the stupid pick six by this car guy staring down the guy. It's just ridiculous. And then, of course, the Rams matchup when they weren't even in the game. They try to pile on a stat pack, a bunch of points on the back end of the game. Which Why didn't you do that in the start of the game or the second quarter so that you have time to play? So it's a bunch of stuff. The, the the Houston Texans game getting beat by the rookie quarterback, and it goes on and so it goes on and on. But it's just the foolishness in the NFL landscape. If a head coach is not winning games and the team is underperforming, it is not a question about whether or not he deserves the right to come back for a third year after giving him two years. And your team is one of the oldest teams in the NFL. And you have an allotted window to participate in. If the window closes, you will be forced into a rebuild situation, reboot situation. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. 
So it took a certain type of head coach to be able to take that on and then guide the team into respectability back into the playoffs. That is not what's happening here. The team loses against teams it's supposed to compete with because they have that type of talent. But yet and still, you see the madness that's going on. And the question is, we're proposing as the Who That Nation representatives that Will Dennis Allen comes back? That shouldn't even be a real serious question. But it is when you got Mickey Loomis sitting on top of the team. When you see Mickey Loomis sitting on top of the team, that's what kind of BS that you got to deal with because Loomis feels he's he feels like we got the best folks in the building. We listen, you guys out there. Let me tell you, you guys, you, you don't know what you're talking about. You're, you're lazy and unsophisticated. You know, you know, we got the best guys in the building. I, I, you know, we really do have the right people. I, you guys, I can tell you the problem is you guys boo too much. You got to start cheering. You cheer. We win. And that's not true, Mickey, because when we were cheering before we was booing, y'all was losing. We started booing because you're losing games stupidly. Well, I, 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 I don't agree with that. I think the problem is, you know, you guys have to ride. You got to ride with us. You got to do it. I don't care. I don't care what you say. You got to do it. I don't know about that, Mickey. We're not going to do that. All right. We just, <laughs> just telling you, we're not going to go for the crap, man. But anyway, let's get right into it, man. The injury report. The final injury report of this week here, week 17 matchup. Two games remaining, by the way. Saints, uh, here the injury report is Jordan Howden is fully practiced, so we'll see Jordan Howden. Lonnie Johnson Jr. is listed as out. Ryan Ramchek is out as well. And poor Ryan Ramchek, man, dealing with a deteriorating knee situation. His future is looking very murky. Shout out to Kat Terrell. She did a wonderful job writing this article for ESPN. We covered it on the last stream. And Ryan Ramchick's future is in doubt, man. I'm talking about 2023. He was operating last year. His words were he was playing on that knee and he should have got surgery, but he didn't. He elected to get pain shots or injections in that knee and he paid for it this year where he, the injections don't even work. So yeah, he's, it's, this could be problematic for Ryan or for Ryan Ramchick's future as an offensive lineman. So it's not looking good for him. And he's looking to get some type of medical help to try to see if he can kind of fix that. But in the end, man, you got to be very mindful of what's going on. All right. So anyway, uh, Isaiah Foskey was limited and questionable in the matchup. Cam Jordan is also limited. Eric McCoy is limited. Kendra Miller is limited. Everybody limited. Chris Olave is limited with an ankle issues. Peyton Turner is limited. He's questionable. Elvin Kamara is dealing with an illness. And so is Lou Hetley. They DMP'd and listed as questionable people for the upcoming matchup against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers report have Shaq Barrett listed as out for this game, dealing with a groin issue. Carlton Davis, one of the cornerbacks, is out as well. Chris Godwin fully practiced, so he'll be good to go. Rakeem, Rakeem Jarrett, a wide receiver, is out for this one. Interior defensive lineman Mike Green is listed as out for the matchup as well. So most of all their guys are out, but Chris Godwin fully practiced from dealing with rest from a knee issue he's dealing with will be good to go along with Mike Evans. And that is a solid tandem of guys that the saints will have to compete with. The good point is the saints off the secondary has been splendid. The secondary has been knocked down, drag out. They've been special. They've been awesome this upcoming year, man. So it's pretty cool to see them do what they do, but up front much need to much needs to happen up front to get pressure on those guys. All right, Pammy, thank you uh, for being a member for the last 17 months. Appreciate you.
This is the thing, playoff picture, what the Saints need to reach the 2023 NFL playoffs, broken down right here by DeZone. Will the Saints win a playoff spot? The 7-8 and Saints have just a 13% chance of making the playoffs. The Saints suffered a devastating loss to the Rams last Thursday, and the playoff fate is now out of their hands. The Saints have to win the final two games in hopes that the Buccaneers lose the final two. Saints have to win two, Bucks got to lose two. Uh, for the Saints to make it in. So the Saints play the Buccaneers this Sunday. If the Saints can win the NFC South, they must win on Sunday, and they have to beat the Falcons, and they have to need both for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to lose. Of course, we got to beat them, and then they got to lose lose next week to get an opportunity to play. If New Orleans lose to Tampa, the division is over with. They cannot make it in as a wild card because they've lost too many games to teams with the records that is above them. The Minnesota Vikings, they lost the matchup to them. The Green Bay Packers, they lost the matchup to them. The Los Angeles Rams, they lost the matchup to them. You, you see the trend here? So their guys, they can't make it in unless and really, truthfully, they don't deserve to be in. But if they can't, they can't make it in here, man. We're going to have to see. So anyway, will the Saints still have to play? Who do the Saints still have to play? Buccaneers, Falcons, we covered this. So this is the, the path just to make it very clear in terms of them making it to the big dance, as it as it were, that they got to handle business with. We're going to see how they do it. All right, Mark says, not to mention, uh, he says, they go for it on fourth and five, fourth and five twice with both failed attempts failing. The reality uh, us that we got a subpar QB for the next three years, but we don't have to have a dead beat head coach fire DA. All right. Thank you, Mark. All right. Big uh, shout out to you. SK Simmons. How you doing, sir? Appreciate you being here. My dog OG Jerry is in the building. Chef the flavor. How you doing, sir? Appreciate you for being here as well. Shout out to everybody. Pam and Whammy, all the Queens out there. Much love to y'all. Appreciate y'all being in the stream hemisphere. I see you fams. He said, uh, Underhill. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Playoffs, I know, man. What's up, TJ? Uh, he says, Mickey, think we in the middle of the season, but too, I know, bro. Shake him. I, I covered that, man. It was it's, it's ridiculous for Mickey Loomis. Mickey Loomis is out of his mind, he needs to be replaced, man. He's a big part of the problem. We're gonna kind of concentrate on some of that today. So, anyway, let's let's finish up the stream because really it's about whether or not this guy is a guy that we need to keep around, and of course, it is not for people that got two brain cells to rub together and creates uh, a spark, some type of brain activity. We do understand and know that the reality is he hasn't done enough to, to do, to earn a third year. This is the NFL. You must produce and win. And he has not done that. So that is the answer for people that know what time it is with Dennis Allen. So the reality is, if if that is indeed the case, then what what's going to happen with Mickey Loomis on the flip side? You know, we're, we're going to cover that and talk about that. But let's jump right into this interview. This was this happened yesterday from Dennis Allen. And this is what he says going into the matchup. Hemisphere says, Q, it's clear to me that the Saints want wants to accept losing. Fam, listen, and I've been I've been saying this for some time about this whole situation pertaining to Mickey Loomis and the New Orleans Saints. It's a is and, and a lot of people don't talk about it. A lot of the reporters don't talk about it because there's a line here where, where they could they, they could talk about what we can talk about. Obviously, right? I I you know it's it's certain things they can talk about and certain things they you know they won't go they won't go near that. I don't have no problem going near it because I don't have no allegiances to these people. I'm a diehard through and through for years. Whether the team failed or succeeded, we were riding with this team. But it's reached a point 
where you're not tolerating any BS anymore. You're not going to sit up here stupidly and blindly following these people and they and want you spending your hard earned dollars on this team. And they're just, just doing whatever they want to do. They just want to bank out whether they uh, satisfy you or not. No, it's about producing a better product on the field. And if they're not doing that, you do not spend your money with them. You do not. That's like, if you're a parent, and your children are cutting up, you do not give them money or rewarding them for bad behaviors. That's stupid and dysfunctional. So this is the same measurement of action that we'll take against the Saints. Now, we've been telling them and warning them and saying this all through the season that this guy on the screen needs to make changes to his offense. He needs to change up some stuff. If Carmichael's offense is stinking and it's funky and it's disjointed and it's laughable, then he needs to move Carmichael off the play call and duties, perhaps giving it to Curry just to see how things operate, just to see a slight change. Let him allow him to call the plays to see if the offense responds better under his play calling. He's the passing game coordinator. Let him try that. But that wasn't a thing. He said he was going to do some changes, didn't do anything, and the team persists to be a seven and eight ball club because he makes no changes. And when you talk about general manager Mickey Lewis above him, you got to go back into your into your memory. And I did. And I started researching about Mickey Loomis and how Mickey Loomis's general manager style is. I talked about it on the previous several streams that Mickey Loomis, in my estimation, is not who you thought he was. A lot of what happened during his successful years as a general manager under Sean Payton was mostly Sean Payton. It wasn't all Mickey. Mickey cooks the books is what he does. He's a dirty accountant, important to the lingo. He cooks the books and he kicks the can. If you want a player that's down that, that you can't afford, Mickey Loomis will go and get you that player. He will cook the books and he will kick the can down the road, financially speaking, by creating phantom years and non-playable years where you can, where you should say no on certain players, but you buy it. And then you have a, like a renaissance ass plan where you pay for this thing, this item, uh, two or three times what it works down the line. And as opposed to say, now nah, we can't make that work. No, he'll say now if we do this and then we cut this and then we do this and we can put these four or five years on the top of this contract, cut their, you know, the the asking or the signing bonus in half and also spend that out over several years. Then we can afford an expensive player that we're not supposed to have because we can't simply afford him. If Mickey Loomis was your accountant, he would put you in the poorhouse and ultimately onto the street. But this is funny money math. With Mickey, that's his gift to the world, to the Saints world, is that's what he does. So I'm not, and I was analyzing, I said, Mickey Loomis will not get the, go to Dennis Allen and put pressure on him to make changes or even stare over his shoulder to make improvements to this team. He will allow Dennis Allen to run the team in the ground just like he did last year. He's letting them do it this year. And then what he'll do is when people put pressure on him, he will then he will then defend the nonsense that is going on in the building as opposed to going to his head coach who he hired. That was his decision from listening to Sean Payton because that's how Dennis Allen got the job. His best friend who he golfs with and who he gives up extra picks for so that he can have good drafts out there in Denver and give him a starting NFL top 10 kicker in the NFL for a seventh round draft pick helping out Payton in Denver. This is what's going on here with the Saints. 
He will not go to Dennis Allen and force him to do a damn thing. He will simply leave him alone and allow him to fall through the floor. And then when it all collapses, he's going to climb up in the chair, the media chair, and make excuses about injuries. And we got to improve the team going forward. This is his, this is his management style. He has never exhibited anything else more than that. And so when you get other really sharp general managers that are in the league that have to he trade that he has to trade with, he gets fleeced by him. Like Howie Roseman fleeces him, you know, because he's not who you thought he was, man. Mickey Loomis only does what the coaches tell him to do. He will not think of crafty ways to improve the team. He will not look at the team and say, damn, we need to improve this defense. He will get statistics that are bad statistics. We cover this all the time. And what he'll sit up there do and spin these bad statistics to try to prove his point so that you stay off Dennis Allen and his failed quarterback, Derek Carr. He will spin a whole campaign around protecting these guys when they're dead wrong. That's what he does. So don't look for Mickey Loomis to make any pressures moves on top of Dennis Allen which you could explain why Dennis Allen in this press conference that I'm about to play sounds like what he's sounds like, as opposed to a coach coaching for his job. Had he been reassured by Mickey Loomis to keep this job, I'm going to play this, but also bear in mind that with Mickey Loomis, that the saints care more about money than your feelings. Okay. Let's get that out there. Whatever they're paying Dennis Allen, they will have if if they actually fire Dennis Allen, he deserves to be fired because there's a fractured. The team is fractured. There's a line between the team of guys who don't like him. All this is going to come out after the season is over with, mind you. It's all going to come out. The Mike with Mike Thomas, how he feels about it. Lattimore, y'all guys hear it. It's on the street, and sooner or later, it's going to hit the papers and the, and the websites after the season is over with. What's going on in the building? It's going to come out. We already know. We talk about it here. But the issue is Dennis Allen does not deserve the right to be back because he's underperformed. He's not progressive. He's not a detention, uh, attention to detail, man. He's not a disciplinarian. He's not a guy that if guys are false starting or dropping passes or being somewhere they're not supposed to be or doing something that they're not supposed to do, that they're supposed to lose playing time. He does none of that. You can false start in practice and they keep playing. Elvin said that. So, I mean, this dude runs a leaky a uh, very loose garbage time ship. And it shows when you have all this talent in the team that's sitting up here, 78 with a weak ass schedule this year and basically hot potato for the division leading the NFC South. Stop me if I'm wrong. Come on. So has he been re- reassured by Mickey Loomis? Probably not because the saints care more about your f- uh, money than more about your feelings. They were not going to get rid of Dennis Allen to break his contract and buy him off and pay him off and then hire another head coach to come in here and fix the mess that he created. It was handed to him. A team that was a talented team with veteran abilities on the team was handed to him and he screwed it up. It was handed to him. This team was ready to to, to compete. They were ready. What happened? Why did they go seven and 10 last year? Injuries. Every year, these people come up with this injury nonsense. Everybody deals with injuries. I mean, literally everybody is how you adjust to these injuries is a whole nother matter. It's how you adjust. And it's not like they don't have the power to go out and pull people from the street or go pick up or make trades to make sure they stay afloat. They don't do any of this stuff. They just make excuses to you on why it's a good idea to keep Dennis Allen for a third year because they're not going to cut his contract, whatever that may be, and pay him off and move him up out of here and hire somebody else. That's too much money. No, I'm not doing that. 
I, 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 I'm going to tell you. I, I'm not. I, 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 I ain't going to do that shit. I, I'm going to tell you something. I, I'm not. You're right. I like that. Yeah, you know, that big Q guy. He's right on that. I'm not. Let me tell you. I, I'm not going to cut his contract. I, Dennis Allen's the right guy. We got the right folks in the building. I, I'm telling you. We, yeah. I, let me tell you. I, I'm not doing shit. I, I'm blind. Listen. I'm, uh, he's right. You better listen to this guy. You know. I mean, you can't. I'm not doing shit. I'm the dummy. Dennis is the guy, you know, we're going to make sure Dennis, and we're going to do it and I'm going to keep him there. And, uh, you know, and I'm not, I'm not going to, I ain't going to stay on his back. You know, I'm going to let him win. Uh, you know, I'm going to make excuses and, uh, you know, and just keep on bringing us your money. You know, I, I mean, not supporting us, you know, we're going to make it. We're going to be all right. You know, and that's literally, I'm joking. I'm playing around, but that's literally the thought process with this whole thing, they're not going to cut this man's contract. And I'm pretty, I'm telling y'all, I've been telling y'all for a while. It's the reason why they did. They choose not to disclose the numbers, how many years he have. And then we got media people that got to sit up here and play guessing games or how many <laughs> it's just, it really, it's a question to Loomis. It's a question, bro. How, how, bro, seriously, listen, how many years is Dennis Allen's contract and how much is it? It's as simple as that, right? Yeah. We ask him every damn thing else with snowball. He like, and all this bullshit. Why not ask him, what the what's what is the length of Dennis Allen contract? Or ask Dennis Allen, how many years do you have on your contract and how much is it? We ask him everything else. Why not that question is what I'm asking you. Were they told not to? We're not, we're not talking. Don't you dare ask that. I'll pull your goddamn press back. I mean, I, I mean, you know, that's tough territory right there. That's a toughie. We're not gonna deal with that. We're not telling you, we're not gonna touch that. But that's what I'm saying. They would rather you suffer a whole nother year, a third year of Dennis Allen suffering because he's not going to learn anything. He's not going to do anything different. He's going to keep, he's not going to learn to be a better coach. That's what I was asking people when the season started. What did Dennis Allen learn from year one to year two? And the thing is nothing. He didn't learn anything. He just got extra people that he's comfortable with, comfortable with around him. Did, what intangibles did he learn? Did he learn to be a better motivator, a better leader, a better speaker? Did he learn how to quantify his game plans, be a better overseer of the team? Did he learn that? If he has Joe Woods, he's supposed to be the defensive coordinator. Why isn't Joe Woods calling the plays? And he becomes more of a guy that oversees everything. Why didn't he do any of this stuff? It's He's not going to do anything progressively different because this is a dinosaur. He, he doesn't have any idea of what he's doing, fam. He really doesn't. And Mickey Loomis doesn't even, is not an uh, a obvious shoulder general manager. He will allow you to tear the team down. And then he'll come out and make excuses for why the team got tore down and then sell you the 2023-24 season ticket package coming up next year. Oh, we're going to come back. We're going to be back in this thing. And not to mention that the fact that the Saints are the old, one of the oldest teams in the NFL. A lot of these players are getting up in age and you're squandering their potential for this upcoming season with bad decision making and not making any changes to the team. So anyway, let's get into it, man. And hear from Dennis Allen and how elated Dennis Allen sounds, almost like he was reassured. Here we go. I'm outstanding. You guys doing well? I didn't interrupt social hour, did I? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that we'll, uh, activating this week. I don't think he's going to be 
you know, ready this week. Um, but he had a good week of practice, so um, he's he's certainly getting much closer. How have you seen just Lynn Young kind of step in and play? Yeah, look, I think he's got, I think he's stepped in and done a nice job. Um, you know, I think there's certainly some things that, you know, he can continue to improve on. I think from where he was early part of the year to where he is now, I think he's uh, improved a lot. Um, and he's going to have to step up and play well in this game. Just, how do you guys kind of view Ryan's situation? Yeah, look, I mean, I think we just got to see how it goes. Um, you know, there's you know, a lot of communication going on with him and, and the doctors in terms of what the, you know, right thing to do is. And so I think we're not at the point where we've made any final decisions on that. I think we're still gathering information, evaluating what our options are, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll see where that's at. And then just is it team or staff or whatever, just like what is the challenge when you're on both tackles you envision coming into the start of the season and, you know, have a different guy? Yeah, look, I mean, I think, I think that's been a little bit of the challenge uh, – for us offensive line wise kind of throughout the season is, is being able to have the same five guys out there, you know, on a consistent basis. I think the offensive line is one of those positions where uh, there's so much continuity that goes along with that position, so much communication that goes along with that position uh, that it, it makes it more challenging, but, you know, we're not the only team in, in our league that has to face those types of things. Um, you know, it's just another one of those challenges that we have to, uh, that we have to manage and, you know, the five guys that go out there and play, they got to go out there and play at a high level.